Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again on another balmy, what does that even mean? Uh, tiger bomb, whip bomb, um, carpet bomb. What does balmy mean? Is it hot, muggy? I don't know. It's not balmy anymore. This is, this is, I'm done with it. I'm done with the heat. I know I complain a lot about it to my five listeners. You know me well enough by now. I, I hate the heat. I can't stand, stand it. It's my Swedish, Jewish fucking genes probably. There's something to it. It's hot. It's hot. 87 to me is hot. So if anybody else is saying, 87 is perfect. It's perfect California weather. It's not perfect. It's fucking hot. My resident flies in my garage are going crazy. Uh, I, we've been having like 10 to 15 flies in our house for some reason over the last couple of days. Uh, and this is just after we had some rain. We actually had some rain uh, last week. And wow, what a marvelous moment that was. Uh, the nectar of the gods and Jesus' jizz just coming down from the heavens, uh, which is strange because with a lightning storm, with a thunderstorm, you're probably going to get some more fires, which I think there was some small spot fires that happened, but nothing drastic. Uh, but it was rain. And did I go outside and take a video? No. Did I put any posts on social media? Oh my God, it's raining. What? This is crazy. Oh my God. Ah, what is this moisture? What is this weather? Now, I did open the windows, I did stand on the front porch, I went in the backyard, and I just put my fucking face up like a drowning goose just to feel what moisture from the skies uh, actually uh, feels like again. How does it coat the skin? How does it smell? How does the heroin needle and crack whore diapers and and, 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 uh, all the other shit we're doing to poison our waterways, all that going right into the uh, some sort of salmon stream where they can't swim up anymore because there's no fucking water in that stream anymore all that sort of wet stone smell where was it just it, it, it was masterful master that's not that's not the right word it was enjoyable how about that it was very enjoyable for the half hour that it rained and the minor amount of moisture that collected onto the city streets uh, and went into said sewers, it was nice for a moment. And then, of course, I think at 1 o'clock, it started raining a little bit more, uh, a little harder in the middle of the night. I heard it. I woke up with the lightning and the thunder. Uh, So, wow. Well, just wow. But now here we are again. 85, 87, 89 degrees. Fucking hot, okay? I don't remember this area being this hot uh, when I first moved here, but I guess it is. I guess it's just, maybe it's changing. Uh, maybe it is climate change. Isn't it almost the fucking solstice? Uh, isn't it the, the fall solstice, the winter solstice, the summer solstice? Is, is there a spring So I don't even know what the fuck, what a solstice is. Uh, I always picture like some sort of uh, Wiccan, some some witch standing next to a representation of Mother Nature, and they're just they're just picking up gourds and then shoving them up their 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 hairy cooches, and, and just that's what that's what a solstice is for me. Uh, and and the gurus out there, instead of petting your fucking gems or your grindstones or your 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 extremely hairy vaginal area, why don't we actually do something good here, gurus? Why don't you actually somehow try? to send a chant, send a chakra, send a fucking Instagram influencer post to the heavens, to the rain gods, so we can get some fucking moisture. Why can't we do that? Rather than talk about your mitochondria DNA and fucking your your, your uh, muselin and, and your uh, uh, fucking chia seeds and your whatever geostone you just got from uh, the flea market in, in, in uh, uh, Sebastopol, uh, why don't you actually do something good and make it rain, all right? 
so solstice in a week, is it going to be hot? Yeah, it stays hot through fucking November. There's no season here. It's a, it's a one season world. All right. It's, it's heat and then not so heat. Uh, hot and then not so hot, I guess. Um, so solstice is it the 21st. I don't know. Soleil Moonfry. Um, what happened to her? What happened to Punky Brewster? Didn't she have really big tits? Didn't Punky, did anybody else watch Punky Brewster when they were a kid? I did. Uh, I think she's probably older than me, but I, I never really had a thing for uh, Punky Brewster. I was more of a um, Daphne from a, a, a Scooby-Doo kind of guy, uh, even though she was a fucking cartoon. But didn't Soleil move from Didn't she have just a, a giant rack? And I think she got her rack taken off, right? Didn't go, I'm looking it up right now. Boob job. I believe she did. I don't know. I can't look it up. That's too fucking boring. I think she had a breast reduction. And imagine that if that, if that was your problem. Imagine if that was your problem, ladies. Uh, just think about it. With all the shit that's going on in the world, all the eyes that are upon you, the voyeuristic tendencies that a lot of males and females have now with us, our social media, just imagine if you had that problem. Not getting a tit job, but having a reduction of your tits. Isn't that, wouldn't that be amazing? Isn't that an amazing problem to have? What's, what's comparable? Uh, males with that. So I guess having a big dick, right? Having a big dick, but you don't see dicks that often, do we? I don't. I don't. Even, I try not to look at mine. I know my wife definitely doesn't see them on a daily basis or a monthly basis or a, a bi-yearly basis. But is that the is that the comparison there? A uh, chick who is well endowed up top, and, then, and a dude who's well endowed below. But I think it's different because you don't see the dick, you don't see the sausage. There's not a lot of guys wearing the, the tight enough pants to really see the form of your gargantuan pecker. So I don't know. I don't know. Is it a problem? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it hurts your back if you have these big giant fun bags uh, flopping around when you're trying to uh, fucking uh, work out or shop at Walmart whatever you might have to do during the day. Uh, so I, I can see how it could become a little uh, cumbersome uh, in, in certain brassieres and certain tops. Just like having a big dick would probably be a little annoying as well. It just Maybe it's just too much. Um, I don't know. I don't have that problem. So any males out there, any of my five listeners, if you happen to have tits and they're large and you want a breast reduction, what are the pros and cons of that? If you uh, have a giant sausage, what are the pros and cons of that? I don't know. Do chicks like big dicks? I don't know. I, I, I am so out of the loop with that shit, and I just don't care anymore. I don't care how I look. I don't care how my dick smells. I don't care if my balls ever get touched again. It doesn't matter because it's just life, isn't it? It's just life, and it's fucking hot, and I'm sitting here sweating at 2.27 in the afternoon on September 13th. All right? So th this is what's happening. Jesus Christ. Oh, but I got another uh, uh, a Patreon. So thank you, whoever you're the second Patreon person. Oh, yeah. So that's a little cheers for myself for Patreon member number two. So that means every month I think I'm getting like $8.15 for this podcast. Fucking worth it. Well worth it. And look how, look, look at these two people. Look at these two people. One of them I know, the other person I don't, I don't think. But look at these two people. Just, just knowing the privilege they have of me doing this for free to shedding and imparting my own intellect and my own theories on life and the universe for, for free. And look at the, the, the patronage is, is warming. It really warms and tickles and, and my, my taint. Just, I mean, it just feels really good. It just keeps me going. It just keeps me going. It's not stopping me from drinking. Uh, and now I'm trying to still kind of after this last two or three days of drinking a little bit too much, uh, I'm trying to hydrate now with some pineapple coconut body armor. 
Is it helping? Not really. My stomach's been fucked up all day. The old liver cancer is kind of adding up again. Uh, but again, I had a little streak of sobriety. And then uh, Saturday is a rugby day. Uh, I didn't play because I finally got my fucking stitches out of my mouth. And I think last time I talked about having stitches in my mouth from my periodontal uh, grafting uh, uh, procedure that I had. But uh, it, now the stitches are finally out. And the stupid ass dentists, I remembered I had an appointment on Friday. I rushed to get out of the house, go to the, went to the gym, come home, ate lunch. And I'm like, oh shit, I got an appointment. Rush over to the dentist, get there at 1210 when my appointment is. And there's no one there. Uh, there's a couple of uh, dental assistants. Is that their name? Nurses? I don't know. Um, they're kind of milling around in the back, helping other uh, uh, people with their fucking monster mouths as well. And there's no clerk or, uh, uh, is that the name of a person behind a desk? A receptionist. There's no receptionist uh, at all. So I'm just waiting there like a fucking asshole for 10 minutes. There's two older ladies who have probably better gums than I do. And I asked, is anybody here? She's like, I don't know. I'm surprised you're, you waited this long. Uh, and I did wait quite a bit. Then I snuck around the back of this pretentious fucking hoity-toity periodontal uh, clinic in this, this just very specific, very uh, um, uh, ideal-looking uh, dentist office. Do you know what I'm talking about? So like, it's just like a strip mall of dentists. Um, it's iconic, not ideal, iconic. It just looks the part. So I'm waiting around, and I see someone find, have you been helped? No, I haven't fucking been helped. Do you see anybody sitting behind this desk that I'm standing in front of? So finally, what's your name? Oh, we don't have your appointment. And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? I just came the week before to get my ch uh, stitches checked on. It's been two weeks now since I had the procedure, or a little bit over two weeks. Two weeks and a day, to be precise. And you guys said, come in at 12.10 on Friday, on the 10th, so I can get my fucking stitches removed. And no, I can't. No, can you wait till Monday? No, motherfucker. These things are coming loose. Can you see my face? Can you see my mouth through with a mask? I know you can't, but I'm sure you you can look at my... Uh, 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 fucking uh, x-ray decals, x-rays, imprints, whatever the fuck. They, I'm sure they're all laughing. I'm sure that when the office closes at 5.01, they all go back as, as a fucking, I'm sure the periodontist gets his dick sucked by one of the assistants. That's just how it works. That's why you get in the field of periodon periodontal, re, re, periodontist, periodontalics, well, whatever it is, donkey dick. So I get, I'm sure he gets his period donkey dick sucked by one of the assistants out there, mask or mo no mask, it doesn't matter. And if you notice at most dentist offices, they're all chicks. All the nursing assistants are chicks. The dentist is a dude, the, uh, and, and most of the assistants are women. Is that true? I think that's true. And in this case, they all are. And now, mind you, I can't tell if they're good looking or not, but I know my my guy, my periodontist, I'm sure he gets some action after the, 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 it's closed. So I'm waiting there. And then, of course, they say, well, um, okay, Monday you can't come in. I said, I can come in Monday, but I, these are loose. My fucking stitches are coming loose. I've been playing with it like a, a like it's a mini dick in the back of my mouth for the last couple of days. Uh, I don't want to pull it off. I can't brush my fucking teeth very well uh, because you told me not to. I want to make sure the gum grafts are adhering to my own uh, horrible uh, 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 tissue. Uh, my old disease tissue, but yes, I would like to get them out today. Oh, okay, well, come back then. Well, can you come back at 12 uh, or uh, 250? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I guess. So 1210 to 250, fuck my afternoon. Is it that big of a deal? Yes, it is. All right, this is my life. This is my $4,000 that is through on my fucking mouth that my insurance is not going to cover all of it or not even fucking half. Shit, shit insurance. So anyways, get that done. And I know there's a rugby game the next day. It's a memorial uh, uh, match that uh, San Francisco has every year. The uh, San Francisco Fog Rugby Club, which is a notoriously gay uh, rugby club. 
and we've played them many times uh, over the years, but we haven't never played them on this day. And it was a re remembrance of 9-11, uh, about the guy who died on Flight 93. Uh, he played for the Fog, and he was a gay guy. We don't hear about that too much, do we? About one of the heroes on, on these flights being a gay rugby player. But San Francisco doesn't forget, of course. So they have the, the invitational yearly Mark Binghamton, or whatever his name, I can't remember his name, I should know his name a little bit more. But I asked my dentist, should I play? And it wasn't the dentist proper, it was one of his assistants after she kind of had to uh, cover the schmegma uh, from his uh, uh, um, uh, $250,000 a year uh, pecker. So she, she was hiding it well behind her mask. So I said, should I play? Well, you have to wear a mouth guard, right? I said, yeah. Does it press up against the gums? Yeah, motherfucker, it presses up against the gums. That's what mouth guards are supposed to do. She said, well, I probably wouldn't. If you get hit there, if you get a minor elbow or a kick or a head or a foot or whatever, a fucking uh, a hoof, whatever might hit you in your gnarled, ugly face, it would ruin what you just got done. So I need to heal before, I need to, I guess, stop playing rugby for an, uh, another month or so. So I just went to support. Uh, my friend from up north came and picked me up, and we drove down, and it was a good day of rugby. Hot, though. I don't know if you, this is, is this what the podcast is going to be all about, the heat? No. But it was hot in San Francisco. And I'm not saying like, oh, you know, it's, it was warm. No, it was fucking hot. It was, you know, in San Francisco, when it gets 75 to 80 degrees, that's warm. And of course, you have these uh, uh, pictures in your mind, if you've never visited the Bay Area, of just the coastal fog. As Mark Twain once said, I think, famously, he said, uh, the coldest uh, winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco or some shit. That is gone, fucking uh, Samuel Clemens, uh, Mark Twain, fucker A. That is gone now. All right. That is no more. The coastal fog doesn't really roll in like it used to. There is no more of that drastic bay breeze all the time that I remember going to when I was younger uh, uh, and the times I have gone to the Bay Area proper. It's it, it, you always bring a coat and I didn't bring a coat. I was stupid and I wore my domestic dong t-shirt. That domestic dong? Did I say dong or dinger or don? My domestic dong t-shirt, I was trying to support myself because nobody else does. Uh, and then I took it off at some point with a tank top underneath because it was fucking warm. And of course, of course, I'm, of course, I'm playing the sort of coachy, coachy side, yelling at people, yelling at the players, yelling at the gay guys on the other team. Uh, but the, the thing I remember most about this day it's not about the, the, the match itself. Because one, I wasn't playing, so I didn't give a shit that much. Right? I, I'm, I'm selfish. If I'm not playing, it's like, meh. Nah, but I was, I was watching. It's a fun game to watch. right? Uh, even if you don't understand it, just try it sometime. Try to watch. But I was on the sideline. And the turf itself was, was AstroTurf, which, which makes it a little bit hotter on the field. And I'm just kind of roaming the sidelines, watching the game, yelling out. There's a bunch of new guys playing. I'm drinking beers. I brought some Takatis on the way. Uh, I, I brought them down with me. So I'm drinking those on the sideline, just watching a game of rugby. And what I didn't notice, and I didn't know that San Francisco had this on, on, on this big sort of soccer field-esque park, and there's about five or six different soccer fields, uh, one sort of designated for a rugby uh, match for for today at least and it's really crowded it's a it's a busy area and of course being fucking pretentious shithead california i'm like can i drink on the side can i drink in this park i'm assuming there's something that says no you cannot drink in uh, uh in the park but i saw other people doing it so i just say fuck it I'll, I'll drink until they tell me to stop but what i didn't know they had is they have a free service in san francisco so if you ever get caught at a park and you're taking your kid to a soccer field or you're watching a rugby match or you're just going to drink in the park like a normal human being uh, like the loser that I am. You got some steel reserve. 
you got some Mickeys, you got whatever you're drinking in the park. Just know that you never have to worry about recycling. Do you know why? Because there's a bunch of little small people that are walking around almost attached to your fucking hip when they see, when they hear the crinkle of a can, they're there. They are there and they're waiting with their bags, with their Target bags, with their with the whatever plastic bags they might have. One of them had a big trash bag. You know, they're there. They're right on it. And all I heard was, can, can, can. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, I turn around. There's about a woman who's about three and a half, four feet tall, an Asian lady. And I'm not going to say anything slanderous. Uh, slanderous. Is that a word? I'm not going to say anything about, she just happened to be Asian. I don't know what Asian, Chinese maybe. I don't know. I have no, Loatian. I don't know. I'm not mar- remarking on that. She was an Asian lady, but I just heard a can, can, can. That's all I heard. I look around I'm like, what the fuck is this lady doing? She's waiting for me to finish my drink. And there's other people drinking beers. And she just goes right next to them. Can. 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 I'm like, holy shit. Can you let me finish it first? And she actually waits there until I finish. I don't know how to brush her off. I don't want to be rude and, and, and have Asian hate filling my heart. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to get caught on some Instagram uh, or TikTok video of me pestering or bullying uh, a small Asian woman in San Francisco and saying, get the fuck away from me. I'm trying to drink my Mexican beer in peace. No, you can't have my fucking can. I will put it on the ground or I'll give it to you if you walk by you later, okay? Thank you. No, I didn't do that. But she just can. Okay. And then I think she just got she just got bored. And it's almost like a panhandler when you don't want to look at them, uh, when you don't want to make eye contact with them because you know, like, ah, fuck, now I got to like find a, a quarter or a dime or a dollar somewhere because I made eye contact. And once they make eye contact with the panhandler, you know they're coming at you. Like, they're coming, they're streamlining right towards you. And like, ah, shit, here we go. I don't have fucking money. Uh, but it's like eye contact now with the recycling peddler. Can, can. Can I'm like holy shit, and eventually as she just walked away. I'm like Jesus, and then eventually she came around again. I'm like, oh, my can was empty. Here you go, and they just they they roamed. And what I did, my good service, and this is why you, you know I'm not a, a a racist person whatsoever on the Asian persuasion, is this this very very small woman. I don't know if it was the same one or not. Not saying anything about that, but I don't know if it was the same woman or not. There's like a team of them. There's like four or five of them, I think, kind of hovering through the crowd. Can, can can they hear that they hear that crinkle i don't have a can on me they have to hear that crinkle of the can they just come right towards that person who has a can in their hand whether the fucking person is finished or not they don't give a shit and with rugby you have a bunch of bottled water on the sidelines usually because we're 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 a fucking low lowly club and we can't afford all those big you know nice gatorade bottles Refillable one, so we just have a case of water. Don't know what happened to the case of water, but we had a bunch of random uh, uh, loose uh, uh, bottles of water. Just you know, you take a sip for the players, come uh, have a break, take a sip, throw the water bottles onto the ground. What these fucking uh, uh, can relocators, these recycling, uh, uh, the recycling mafia uh, was doing, they just they would start emptying our water. I'm like, hey, 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 you can't empty the fucking water. We're drinking that water. I know it's half full, and they would just pick it up toss it onto the turf you know drip it out like a big fucking camel dick uh, onto the turf and then just put their put the bottle into their bag and walk away i'm like that's our water jesus christ so that happened for a little while but what i did what i did to show not the hate in my heart but the love for all in my heart is one of these small ladies was walking across the field which is called the pitch in rugby she was walking across the pitch right when the game was already going i mean it's in the middle of the game and the other team had the ball and this lady's maybe 10 12 meters away from the action and like hey and people are yelling at her lady get off even some players are get off lady 
Lady, get off the field. And she's maybe about uh, 15 meters, yards or so into the field. All right, so she's still far away from the sideline where I'm standing. And she just... She's just asking for cans. Not to the players, but just to the people on the side. And she's not even fucking having a New York hustle whatsoever. She is going as slow as a motherfucker. I don't know if she was unaware I don't know if she was old. I don't know if she just didn't know what the fuck was going. Maybe she's a little crazy, a little bat shit, cuckoo. Uh, no bat reference, and, and it, that, I'm not even going to go there. But um, so uh, what I do is, lady, 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 ooh, lady. I, I, I grabbed this young, I me too her. I me too this old grandmotherly Asian woman, and I had to pull her off the field. I try not to be too aggressive, and I barely grabbed her. I kind of grabbed her sleeve or whatever she was wearing. I just go, hey, and she's still like can. I'm not grabbing you to give you a fucking can. You're about to get your head lopped off by these 10 rugged-looking men, gay or not, running towards you. And that's what happened. There was a a play sweeping right towards her, and she eventually finally saw me pulling her away, or felt me pulling her away, and she finally gets—she didn't run, mind you. She didn't run. She just kind of did that little— don't know if you could hear that, but she just ran, just, she, she hustled just enough to barely get off uh, the edge of the field, and luckily, these men didn't roll into her, they would have killed her, I don't know if she would have fucking backhanded them with her, with her, with her bag of cans and, and recyclable, I don't know what she would have done, but I could just see the moment where like, oh, alright, here comes a player, and I could just see the, uh, and hit him crashing into her, and I could just see the sparkle, and, 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 and tint uh, of cans, catching the, the sparkle of the sunlight and just floating through the air. You can see my Takati red and silver cans just... And all the crushed bottles. And these women are tough as shit. She, they would crush these cans with like the, the, the lightest, the thinnest loafers I've ever seen in my life. Not sandals, but very, very thin shoes. And they would just put it on the ground and smack. So you could just hear that throughout the day. Can, can, smack. Can, can, smack. Can, can, smack. Lady, get off the fucking rugby field, lady. And no thank you. No thank you whatsoever. Uh, and I usually get upset when people don't say thank you. When I hold open a door for a lady or a man, uh, when I do something a little extra uh, curricular out of my way to, to prop open a door, or I gave a guy a dollar the other day who was buying corn on the cob who, didn't seem to only, who seemed to only be using his card, and he was about to get rung up again because the cashier forgot to fucking ring up his, his four corns of uh, cobs of corn of cobs. Cornucopia, uh, uh, ears of corn. Is that it? What the fuck's the ear of corn? Uh, but I just gave him a dollar. Here you go. It came to like 58 cents or whatever it was. They're on sale. It was Labor Day, I think, or something. I just gave him a dollar and he's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Kind of like, he kind of gave me a little bit of a, 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 a open eyed look, like, ooh, over his mask. But there was no, there was no thank you. Uh, there was no like, wow, what, what a nice, what a nice gesture. What a, what a, what a, a pay it forward moment that this, this, this man has given me and my wife. But no, nothing. And nothing from this fucking Asian broad either. Nothing from the Asian lady. Oh, thank you. No, she wanted my fucking cans. All right? So finally a woman wants something from me, and it's not sex. It's, it's, it's not money. Uh, but in a certain way, it was monetary. Uh, it, it, it was, it was a, a cash transaction of some kind to a certain extent. And how much fucking money do you get off cans anymore? I don't know. Is it enough to live in the Bay Area? Can these people survive and live in a, a, a rent with $6,000 a month worth of rent in, in a one-bedroom, one-bath uh, apartment in the fucking uh, Haight-Ashbury district or Castro or whatever the fuck it's called? I don't even know where, where, where we 
were in San Francisco. Um, but that was that was that. And it was fun. I got burnt. Of course, I didn't put any fucking sunscreen on. I drank too much. We went to a social, the, the after party afterwards. And of course, I didn't play. So I feel kind of like a douchebag. Uh, I usually don't, you know, I love that soreness after a full game. I love the beat up feeling after the, you know, that sort of weird masochism that I have that I've mentioned many times on this podcast. I didn't have that, but I'm like, all right, I'm kind of half buzzed. Let's go to the fucking, let's go to the social. And of course, it's a, it's a, a gay bar. We, we were playing the San Francisco Fog, all right? And what, the team that I play for is about an hour and a half north of San Francisco. And if you don't know, or excuse me, uh, two and a half hours north of San Francisco, I'm about an hour away from San Francisco over an hour from where we played in San Francisco. So the people I play with, good guys, good guys. But when I was at the gay bar and I knew who I was traveling with to the gay bar and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, I don't know if this is going to go well for certain people who do, don't really know that this is a full-blown gay bar. Because not everybody on the San Francisco rugby team, just like everybody in San Francisco, is not gay. I don't know if you guys know that. You bigots who live in fucking flyover states who are who who I envy because you are spending way less on mortgage, you have a bigger house, you have a hotter wife, you have a happier life. So if you've never been to San Francisco before, it, they're not all gay people. But I think the 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 mentality of country versus city is a real thing. And the team I play for where I used to live, I would call it a rural area. Where I live now, it's kind of half-half. Rural with city mixed into it, with trying to be pretentious Bay Area, but quite not. It still smells like cow shit in the afternoon. It still reminds me of the Bohunk town that I fucking grew up in with chicken shit. And now I have chicken shit all over my backyard with our chickens. Um... So I'm kind of in the middle ground. And San Francisco is a city city, right? If you've ever been to a city city, you know what I'm talking about. It has its districts. It has its boroughs. It has its Chinatowns. It has its Italian area. It has blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people that uh, are from the rural area never really traveled down the two, two and a half hours south to one of the major me- metropolitans in our country. One of the iconic cities in our country, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Alcatraz, the gay district, you know, the, the, the fucking, uh, the, the, all, the, it's, it's, it's a, it's a city that people know, I believe, not as big as New York City in terms of the world, but I think most people are well suited and savvy to what San Francisco is, the essence of it, the core of it, the sort of liberal fucking cunt uh, of our country, and yeah, people, of course, LA and California and Hollywood, blah, 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 but San Francisco is kind of the Pearl of California, if you will. Uh, um, so when we go to the bar, I know it's going to be a gay bar, uh, but I don't know how gay. Does that sound right? Does that sound bigoted? I just don't know exactly how gay the bar is. Uh, and when we get in there, I'm, I'm with a, I'm with a young rural guy, and he's just like, "Oh shit, oh shit, these are all the gays," and you can just see the look on his face, kind of like, Ugh. you know, kind of, and we we know that's what it's going to be. Uh, but I don't know if he did. Uh, I don't know if, if he's gone to the city very much. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's okay. I'm not uh, chastising him whatsoever. It's just, it's. I grew up like that. I grew up in the country. I know what it's like to have uh, sort of like, mm, should I be in here? Uh, kind of that weird feeling, the 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 the, the strangeness of, of, I don't think I belong. Uh, and especially think about if there's a gay guy going into a strip club or something like that, a female strip club, or a gay person going into a bar uh, uh, full of bikers in, in fucking North Dakota or some shit. I'm sure that's how they feel. I'm not wanted. wanted. They know something about me that, I, that I'm trying not to show. I'm trying to hide my the true essence of who I am. And, of course, when you go into a gay bar and you're willing to go into a gay bar, they know they're gay. 
Uh, and there's no hiding it, of course. And I'm okay with that. I think I'm uh, uh, comfortable enough with my masculinity. I just talked about fucking Soleil Mouf from Punky Brewster's titties for 20 minutes. So I think I'm pretty comfortable with my masculinity and that I'm okay with being around gay guys. I've played with gay guys before. I've played against gay. I've had uh, people, uh, 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 students that are gay. Not, no problem whatsoever. So I didn't have a problem. I was just like, what's the situation going to happen with the guys who might have a problem? Um and granted, not everybody from the club went to the social, went to the party afterwards, which they usually don't. Uh, it just would have been probably interesting to see uh, more of the country into that in that bar. But why we didn't stay very long and why I didn't stay very long is because there's a mask mandate, I guess, put in place. And it wasn't the bar's fault. It's not the city's fault. Ah, fuck, it is the city's fault. It's California's fault. So right when we walk into the bar, we both don't have a mask on. I kind of forgot to put it on. He, This kid forgot to put it on. We were waiting for two other guys who we drove with. They're kind of milling around outside, seeing if they're going to come in as well uh, because we don't have our vax we they're not vaccinated i think one of them wasn't so we go in oh put your mask on oh shit so i put my mask on the guy i'm with is already uh, kind of like oh boy you know kind of huffing and puffing like oh, shit, i don't have uh, I'm really uh, is that oh is that a dick oh shit cock 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 oh th- turn away turn away oh What's that guy wearing? Nipple clamps? Nipple clamp. Nipple. Turn away. Turn away. They're eyeballing me. They know I'm not gay. They know I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I am not gay whatsoever. All right. I'm manly. I have a dick, but I'm going to keep it in my pants, and I like women. Visualize. Visualize, Josh. Visualize tits. 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 Not nipple clamps on a guy's hairy chest. Tits. Punky Brewster's tits. Punky Brewster's big, giant, veiny flesh bags with, like, rainbow uh, sequins on them. You know, just remember her pigtails. Remember her pigtails. You're not a pedophile, Josh. You liked, you're you the same age as Punky Brewster, all right? You liked her when she grew up, when she when she formed. George is okay. George is probably dead. That was an old creepy guy who she lived with, wasn't it? Was that his name, George? I don't know. He's probably He was probably boning B. Arthur of the Golden Girls at that time. It's okay, Josh. Visualize. So we, we got the mask on. And then, of course, the bartender said, guys, I need to see your vaccination card. I'm like, what? Uh, this is new to me. I've never had to show my fucking vaccination card yet at all. Went to New York City, the, the biggest metropolis this country has, one of the biggest uh, cities in the world, right? Uh, did I say country? Uh, one of the biggest cities in this country, biggest cities in the world. Not one fucking person asked me to see my vaccination card. I got the vaccine to travel. That was the sole purpose of me getting vaccinated. I don't talk to anybody on a daily basis. This has become my routine of the kids and wife now go off to school and work, and I'm here talking to myself in a fucking hot-ass garage with flies landing all over my fucking big Jewish nose and trying to smell the fucking decaying uh, uh, corpse's flesh that is now grafted into my mouth. All right? So I don't talk to anybody. So I didn't really need a vaccine. I've never showed one in a store here where I live. I just don't carry it with me. But I remember taking a picture of it, and I think I sent it to my own email, but I couldn't remember. So I'm sitting there fucking scrambling. Okay, is this guy going to start puking uh, because he's in a gay bar? Is he going to start a fight with a gay man who will probably kick his ass because most of the gay guys were more physically fit than we were? Uh, Is that going to happen? No, but the, the bartender... Who happens to be gay? I think I, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm uh, uh, being a little uh, too. Um, what's the word? Uh, um, what's the fucking word? General? Am I being too general there? But I think he was gay. Would, I'd, I'd be willing to bet something that this man was homosexual. Totally fine. If you work at a gay bar, I, I, you should probably be gay. And if you're not, it's okay. It'd be make your job more interesting or not. I don't know. So he's just kind of hovering. He's a hoverer. So I had the can can woman. 
Is that racist? I had a can woman that was, you know, hour earlier, can, can. I'm saving her off the fuck from getting just uh, steamrolled on, on the on the field. So I save her. But now I'm getting hovered by uh, uh, the bartender waiting for me to find my vaccination card so I can come into a bar. But no one else at the bar is wearing a mask. There are people standing around. As long as you have a drink in your hand, you don't need to wear a mask, but you need to show your vaccination card before you get that said drink. I'm like, holy shit. And all the rugby guys are in the back of this small bar. A little outside area, kind of indoor, outdoor area. So there's a bunch of guys back there. I'm like, I, that vaccination card. And the other guy's like, I don't have my fucking vaccination. I'm not vac- I'm not vaccinated. So he, I think he left. I don't know what happened. I think he just fucked this place. And he, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe they changed him. Maybe they changed him. Maybe he became. Maybe he went to the bathroom and stripped down and became uh, part of the patronage. Uh, I don't know. But he left and he was in the car later on. Anyway, he he was fine. He he, he survived. He's, we all survived the gay uh, the gay bar. Uh, but I'm scrolling through my phone, and I, I, I know it's here, and he's looking right over me. Is that it? Is that it? And that's a picture of, that's a picture of my white ass. Uh, no, no, that's a picture of my wife's tit that I took while she was, she didn't know. She was taking a shower. I, I burst into the bathroom. I took a picture of her tit. See, I'm not gay. That's my wife. Uh, is that it? No, that's my dog. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so I'm scrolling. There it is. I'm like, fucking Jesus Christ. He found it before I fucking found it. So now I had to put my, uh, make sure I have my vaccination card at all times. Then I get in there, have a couple of beers, and I'm like, I just don't get it. I still don't fully get the vaccination mandate. I really don't. There's a bunch of people in there. A bunch of people, mostly men. Mostly men drinking, eating, hugging, uh, cavorting. Is that a thing? Uh, a carouseling. Uh, uh, just having fun. The guys having fun. Men having a good time. And I'm like, okay, there's spit flying. There's jizz flying. There's fucking uh, uh, schmegma flying. There's shit all over. I mean, how are we not getting COVID, right? So how am I not now four days removed from that day or three days, whatever it is, three days removed from that day? How am I not COVID riddled right now? Maybe the vaccine works or maybe it's all bullshit. I don't know. Maybe in 10 days I'll be dead. Who knows? And I uh, would cop the fucking Delta variant at a gay bar in San Francisco, and my children will have that as their legacy. My wife will be like, yeah, I guess he was a closeted homosexual, which is okay. She doesn't have sex with me anyways. But my children will be like, Dad, why didn't you just tell me? Why didn't you just tell me uh, um, that you were gay all those years ago? I'm not gay. I'm dying of this Delta variant that I got from hugging a gay man. Um, and that's the thing about gay bars. It makes me feel more um, uh, wanted. Uh, I saw more, I got more, I got checked out, checked out more. I'm ugly. All right. You, the five people who know me, know me. Uh, I got fucking veins all over my dick. Uh, I got fucking, uh, 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 spider veins on my alcoholic nose. My eyes are yellow. I'm a fuck up. I look like a number two pencil, uh, with a beard. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm Jewy. Uh, I'm kind of Viking, but my body's okay for a 43 year old man. It's, it's, it's all right. And I'm not saying anything about, uh, gay bars at all, but they're a, they're a, they're a watchy bunch. Uh, they like to look. And I noticed when I looked around, I'm getting checked out more than I've ever got checked out of my life. So maybe I should convert. That's what this is all about. Maybe I should just convert to being gay or at least act gay for mo- just to get some sort of semblance of, 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 uh, 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 positivity in my life. Maybe something, maybe it'll, 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 it'll make me feel, maybe it'll rejuvenate me. Maybe it'll give me some sort of special 
claim to something like a lot of gay people like me and you know guys were talking to me and my friend that came in they were just talking to who happens to be a straight guy uh, they were just talking to him, hey what are you guys doing I'm like oh hey what's going on and then I just looked around like, hey what's going on oh, this guy kept coming around pouring me a beer so even in the half hour I was there I probably had four drinks four beers because they just kept coming around hey how you doing oh hey a nice hat oh yeah like your nipple clamps oh yeah oh is that a tattoo yes it is is that a lady on your arm oh yes it is I'm not gay I'm not gay I'm not gay I'm not gay uh, uh but yeah, we got beers out of it. Nice fellas, nice time, good group. Uh, but it's just funny how you do see that switch of country city and the town I grew up in. You don't. It's funny when you leave, and I've been you know gone for twenty years now from where I grew up. But it's funny when you see certain pockets and see see certain people, or just see the the the, the similarities of where you grew up. And I grew up, like I said, in country, uh, uh, in the country, kind of in, in the burbs. No, not burbs, but in the in the rural burbs of San Diego County. So you can definitely definitely get a vibe of city versus country if you guys know what I'm talking about. And I can't really, I'm not going to extrapolate anything uh, uh, new out of that. But I think you get you get it. So traveling. And again, to me, it's so important. It's so important when uh, I travel with the kids because I could just see that my kids' eyes are already a lot more open than some of the country people that I guess I've grown up with and other people are, have grown up with as well. When I lived in Arkansas, there was many country people that I worked with and they grew up in Arkansas. I remember I was traveling to Oaxaca, Mexico with my wife when our son was two years old. And we dropped him off in New Mexico with my parents and we flew out from El Paso uh, to Oaxaca. And I remember at the restaurant I worked at where I was a bartender, one of the chefs, I would say he was a country folk and he was saying why why mexico why are you going to mexico don't your parents live in mexico i said my parents live in new mexico you fucking country bumpkin we're going to mexico because it's great to go travel to other places and see other things why would you do that why do you go to why do you go to mexico man jesus christ but did me and him get along yeah that's the thing about me that's what makes me better than you i can get along in many many different environments i go to a gay bar totally comfortable. I leave the gay bar and go back into the car with with some uh, 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 with people who might not be okay uh, being in a gay bar, uh, which I think most of them were. They're all they're all nice guys, but I can I can, me I can mesh with them. I can meld. I can meld. I'm just, I'm just I'm I'm a person who melds. And that's why nobody notices me. That's when I go to an actual bar, no chicks look at me. They're like, "Who the fuck is that ugly prick looking at me?" No, but I go to a gay bar and I'm the I'm the pri I'm the prize. They're like, "Wow, ooh, yeah, nice to do, to do. look at you." You know, so maybe maybe that's it. Maybe I I should convert uh, not to a country lifestyle lifestyle anymore, which I grew up in. But maybe I should convert to the city lifestyle. Maybe I should become a city slicker. Maybe I should move to San Francisco. I rail all the time. I don't get railed yet by uh, uh, 10 inch cocks, but uh, I rail against California life all the time. You know that. Uh, I, 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 I'm over it. I'm over California. I'm over the hype of it, whatever that means anymore. It's dying. It's a dying land. It's a burning land. It's a fucking drought-riddled uh, existence uh, out here. Uh, we're never going to get any moisture in the fucking air. It's never going to be cold. We're never going to have any seasons. We're never going to see a fucking leaf turn or fall from a tree again until it burns. That's the only thing that's going to happen. It's going to burn to the fucking ground. But maybe I should just go to San Francisco. Maybe I should get a $6,000 a month studio. And maybe I should become gay. What, should that happen? I think it would. Maybe it would make our life a little bit happier. Uh, so, yeah, vax mandates. I don't get it. Uh, what's today? Shit, fucking uh, Norm MacDonald died. Um, that's brutal. Uh, yeah, that he was a funny one. I, I didn't even know he was sick, but he died today, I'm assuming, I think. I just saw the news earlier. 
Uh, also, Gavin, uh, Gavin, uh, Governor Newsom is going to get recalled. Did you guys vote? If you're in California, did you vote? This is not just important for the state. It's, a country, it's important for the country and the world. It's important for the rest of the fucking world what, where avocados come from, all right? It's important to the rest of the world where you get your fucking oranges and your livestock and your fucking in, in, in your diphtheria. Uh, wherever you get your mad cow disease from, it's from the fucking California Golden State, bitch. That's where it comes from. So we should all be watching out to see if Gavin Newsom is going to the French Laundry uh, a loser or if he's going back to the French Laundry laundry as a winner and the other guy which i have no idea who he is a black guy larry elder some conservative talk show host or some shit so if gavin newsom does get recalled that guy's going to be our governor and of course grandpa joe biden comes all the way over from fucking washington dc with all of his fucking uh, brain farts and all of his aneurysm ticks and he comes in and says this is a fight for our country just think if this trump republican can become and we're still talking about fucking trump so just think of this trump republican becomes the governor of California. What will happen then? I don't know what will fucking happen. We had Arnold Schwarzenegger as our fucking governor years ago. Uh, who was the other? Pete Davis? Gray Davis? Fucking uh, uh, Betty Davis? I don't remember who the fuck was. Or, doesn't matter. What has Gavin Newsom done bad or good? I have no fucking clue. I have no clue. Yeah, did he fuck up the uh, COVID shit? Probably all the mandates. The rest of the world fucked up all that shit too. So I don't know. Is it good that he gets recalled or bad? I don't know because I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care about the Democratic line. I don't care about the Republican line. I know there's going to be some fuck up if he loses. I know there's going to be a non-politician that gets in there because that's where the world is now. I think there's a YouTube guy running for Democrat if Gavin Newsom got kicked out too, but he didn't get enough of the votes, I don't think. But now we get this fucking conservative talk show host who happens to be a black guy, so maybe he'll be good. Maybe he'll show that fucking Caitlyn Jenner is, it, it, we, it can be a governor at some point as well. I don't know. I really don't fucking know if it's good or bad. It doesn't matter. I don't know. All I want to know is if with the vax mandates, is there something else going to be happening about the alcohol-free rebates? Have you guys heard about that? So I think some employers, to curb the amount of alcohol abuse, which I'm definitely a victim of, because uh, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. It's not my fault. The alcohol's fault. Why do they make it so addictive? It's fully my fucking fault. Every time I wake up with a hangover, I want to kill myself. Every time I open a beer to uh, get rid of that said hangover, I want to shoot myself in the dick because it's stupid. What the fuck am I doing? And then I get sober for a week or two. I'm like, God, I feel a lot better. Whoop, then I drink again. Fucking idiot. So I'm not the victim here. So why would we pay people to stop using alcohol when it's so fucking good? Um, would that work? Will that work for you guys? If you're an alcoholic or you struggle with addiction and the government came or your employer came to you be like, you know what? I'm going to pay you to stop drinking. Would you fucking stop or would you, would you just become a better alcoholic? I'm a really, really good alcoholic. I'm a really good drinker. I like to hide it or maybe not so well, but I have hidden it pretty well. Even when I'm intoxicated, I hold it pretty well. I've held it when I'm not supposed to be drinking in certain venues. I remember drinking in movie theaters when I was younger. I remember drinking at shows before I was fucking 21 when I was a drummer and everybody else is getting tanked on free liquor and I have to stand outside with my little fucking limp Jewish dick in my hand while everybody else is trying to get laid and pussy and drunk for free. Uh, it didn't happen all that often, but I, I'm, I'm glamorizing it. I'm glamorizing the moments when I had to sit outside of the fucking crowbar in downtown San Diego with like nine people at the show and watch my band members, my band mates, uh, drinking free beer while I'm outside sucking down a fucking uh, whore's cock and, and, and a 32 of Miller High Life. Um, but if I would like to see if it works, but why, why don't we pay people for harder shit? 
The people who are fucking dropping dead from fentanyl or cocaine-laced uh, fentanyl, fucking, uh, was it Michael K. Williams, the guy from the Omar from The Wire, and he was in The Road, and he was a good actor. He's a black guy with the big scar on his face. Great actor. He was also Chalky White, I think, in Boardwalk Empire. Anyways, good, good actor. He died recently, just last week, I think. 54 years old, and I think he dropped dead from another fucking, he was, he was addict, addicted his whole life and went through bouts of, sobriety and addiction and things like that, I believe. But I'm assuming that's what, I, I would have to look it up and research it. To, so don't fucking quote me on that. But the people are dying left and right from fentanyl. The, the, alcohol is a disease as well, but it's a fucking slow drip alcohol. So I'd like to see what we can do for mandates, if we could give rebates to people who are really hooked on something that's fucking really awful, like a meth or heroin or fucking uh, Oxycontin, fucking opioids. I wish we can get those people paid. Would you stop though? Think about it. It would be hard to tell if you're on a pill. I mean, if you're really fucked up, you know who's on, who's on heavy drugs. But pills are tough. One, you can sneak them pretty easily. You can get a, prescrip a prescription of them very easily. You can just pop them without anybody knowing. Alcohol, alcohol though, this is, like a, this, is, this is the true addict in my mind, is the, the, the heavy hitters. But alcohol is the hardest one in my mind to hide. Because one, alcohol containers are fairly large. You can't just fucking like uh, put a, a, a shot of whiskey in your palm all day and wait till the right moment to suck it down so your fucking boss doesn't see you. Uh, you, have to, you, have to, you have to sneak it. It's a, it's a sneaky addiction, um, which is not good either. You should never hide your addiction. Never hide what you're doing, Josh. Be open with it. This is the way to, towards uh, uh, success. And, and, and opening up your feelings. And this is the way to become a better person is, is to really just shed your light and open up your box, open up your pussy lips, just open up and let us in, let me in, Josh. Like that gay guy who was probably eyeballing me at the bar wanted me to enter him. Uh, 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 or he wanted to enter him. He wanted to open my soul and my asshole. Uh, my asshole. <laughs> uh, so... I don't know. That, that would be interesting to see if that ever fucking happens. It's goddamn alcohol-free rebates. I thought it was interesting. So a lot of shit going on in the world. A lot of shit happening. And another thing about San Francisco, what I thought about uh, when I was there as well, and I heard this report, I think, in the news last week too. I've just been doing a lot of research. Look at me doing research. Uh, is that... Um, uh, fucking the tech tech people uh, in this world, uh, you know, in San Francisco, north of Silicon Valley, whatever. All these fucking nerds, all these fucking loser nerds who are, who are making uh, hands over fists worth of fucking money. Good for them. Good for them for ranking money. But I have a theory that it's all going to crash at some point. All this technology, all this bullshit, social media, all this, you know, video game crap, whatever we're doing, I... I, I, I I use it too, so I'm, I'm not gonna fucking say uh, be on the hierarchical, uh, hierarchical uh, fucking soapbox here. But uh, I use it too, all right. But I think I have a theory; it's all gonna crash down uh, at some point. Uh, Bitcoin, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't totally trust. NFT, NFTs, I don't totally trust. I don't trust a lot of this shit, a lot of this tech commerce. But what the tech industry has done is created a bunch of dildos. Uh, literally and figuratively. And I just read a report that Reno, Nevada is like at a loss right now in terms of, of the housing market. And that's a fucking housing market all across the country. But in particular, in these, where tech industry gets big, it fucks up everything else for the normal Joe. The normal person who doesn't give a shit about technology, who just utilizes it for what it's worth or uses it on a daily basis, what have you, but doesn't really uh, go immerse him or herself, themselves, they selves, goat self, into the fucking tech world. They just don't, all right? So what these tech assholes have done, they have raised the prices of all the other fucking places around them. 
San Francisco is impossible to fucking live in. Now I hear Reno, Nevada. Have you guys ever been to Reno, Nevada? Reno, Nevada is like, uh, it's, it's like the whore of Las Vegas. Las Vegas is terrible. And I kind of like Reno a little bit better now. The last time I went to Las Vegas, which I detailed in such a superior context on this podcast a couple of months ago, Las Vegas is hell. It's, it's hell now. It's not fun. I'm too old. There's nothing good about it at all, except for people watching. It's fucking $37 for a margarita and nachos. It's just, it's, 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 a, it's a debacle. Uh, Reno, though, is kind of still fun. It still kind of has that little enchantment about it. Is it the, was it the biggest little city in the world? Is that what it's called? I can't remember. But there's an enchantment about Reno. And I've played rugby there a few times. And after the rugby games, we'll go into the fucking casinos. We'll go walk around and drink and shit like that. It's a, it's a, it's a much lesser, kind of almost like a, the typical sort of northern Nevada type of town. Um, a, a, lot, a, a lot of wrinkles. Uh, a lot of saddle asses. Uh, a lot of women uh, fucking chain-smoking Marlboros at a, at a slot machine all day long. Not a lot of good-looking people there in Reno. Vegas kind of draws more of the tit and ass and, and the stripper sort of mentality. Reno, not so much. Uh, it's there. Oh, it's there. But it's not as good. It's not as, uh, it's not as, as uh, pretty. It's not as polished, I would say. But now all these fucking tech cunts who can't afford or, you know, drove up the prices in Silicon Valley, figured out that, oh, San Francisco is a little too expensive for my $1.3 million shares of Google. Uh, I'll, I'll move to Reno. And now with all this remote work that we have, speaking of fucking vaccination mandates, all this remote work we have, tech dorks are just working from home. So they don't have to live in fucking Palo Alto. Alto. They don't have to live where Google is at or a fucking uh, uh, Oculus or fucking, uh, what's, what's, what's another tech company? I have no idea. I don't even know what tech companies really are. The only one I know is Google, all right? Google it. Uh, uh, fucking Siri is that one. Amazon, that's probably one. Anyways, so now Reno houses, where you, Reno used to be fairly, I think, cheap in, in terms of California prices. So when you go right across the border into Nevada, you would maybe buy a house in California that would be 500000 You might get one for 300000 I'm just kind of pulling numbers out of my ass here. I don't really know for sure. But now when you go to Reno, I heard this sort of sob story of this construction guy. He's like, I'm putting in like $100,000 uh, garage doors. I'm putting all these like beautiful porcelain shelves or uh, countertops, whatever the fuck they are. You know, the, the really nice houses in Reno. And he's like, I can't afford that. So a guy who's putting in all these things, all these luxurious items that some guy is, 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 uh, that's working in fucking uh, uh, CGI and, and fucking beating off to a uh, uh, um, uh, women he's fucking with his Oculus on, uh, they're ro rolling. They're, they're ruling the roost of the, the housing market. So now they come all the way from San Francisco. I don't have to work at the office anymore. I don't have to play ping pong and get catered meals. I'm just going to be a fucking 27-year-old dork who, who would never get laid if I didn't somehow come up with a microchip that people put in their dog's ass so they can, so they can secrete their anal sacs. That's pretty much what these people do. I think that's all they do uh, is fuck their dogs up their ass, kind of come up with technology, robots that are going uh, to terminate people, uh, you know, uh, whatever the fucking Boston... Uh, marathon now, Boston uh, 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 computer company. What the fuck is the one with the robots, with the cyborgs? They're basically building an army of fucking cyborgs. So these dorks never have to go out and fucking skin a knee or fucking bruise themselves. They're all a bunch of dainty little twinks. Um, 
And uh, now they're just rising the housing market. So I'm like, no shit. So fucking Reno now. And all these places are just becoming these sort of shit overlords uh, of the tech world are now driving up where normal people, the cost of living, so normal people cannot function anymore. That's the problem. I think that is a huge problem with uh, California in general. It's just the housing market sucks. And then people who can make money in these tech worlds can just be like, well, I'll just move. And they do. And then they fuck up that place too. So speaking of rural, if you go to Reno, that's kind of like rural city right there as well. And now all these people who are kind of from Reno can't buy a house with hardworking money and the jobs that they have because we have someone from Amazon who fucking can buy a $7 million house, put a bid for $9 million, or outbid every other sucker out there who happens to have a normal uh, under six-figure salary. All right. So I'm not sure exactly what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be political. I don't know exactly what uh, what to say about that. I just know that I'm a hero. I just know that I am someone who would never do that, even if I was famously rich and I got four Patreon members. So instead of $8 a month, I made $16 a month. I don't think I'd move to a place just to raise the fucking cost of living. I would buy a nice humble abode. I would buy a nice humble house in the middle of the woods where I don't have to uh, um, talk to people. Or ruin the, the their their idea of, of success. All right, I don't need to I don't need to uh, rub elbows with with the tech elite and giants out there. I don't need to move to fucking Austin, which is the dumbest move that a lot of people have made. Why Austin's a shithole too? Have you been to Austin? You see what happens when people move to places. You see what happens. And I was just railing on my own hometown. It's like I should have never moved. I should have never moved from my own hometown. I should have just stayed there fucked some cows, had a couple chickens, got a wife that I knew in high school that I don't love anymore, and my children are, you know, like 27 years old now because I had kids right out of high school. I had had a kid when I was 17, 18 years old, and and, and I would be happy, though. I would be happy. I'd probably have a couple of acres because I would have bought early. And that's the thing. You have to buy early in this world. If you don't buy early, you're left out. If you don't buy early, you're, you're, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're fucking beating the giants away of, of, of this mortgage crisis. All right? So these people don't have to worry about it, though. They don't have to buy early. They can just buy now. All right? And you're hurting the man. You're hurting the common gentleman. So maybe just maybe I should have never left. And maybe I should, like I said, I should be gay. That's it. I should have just, that's a gay man in a rural country town uh, that uh, people would uh, fuck up on a daily basis because they know I'm gay because I was really, really, really sheltered at, at when I was younger. And then I came out when I was a little older, told my wife about it. And she told the town because she's a town gossip. She's a whore. Basically, she's a whore, and she told everybody about it. She told my children as well, who don't want to talk to me anymore. They kind of they they disowned me. They don't they don't want to talk to me. Even if they need money, they don't come to me. They come to their whore mom, who's now remarried with three kids of her own, and they now live in Silicon Valley, and they have a a, a beautiful house. They have a beautiful, beautiful home on beautiful property property with a sparkling pool that kind of is one of those, what, edge pools? What do they call them? Uh, uh, no edge pool? What the fuck it is? I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but they're doing better than me now. But see, I'm humble. I'm humble now because I'm a gay man and living in a rural country. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Let me see. I got through that. Let me look at my pretentious notebook real quick. New Patreon celebration. Okay. Tech nerds taking over the housing market. Vaccine mandates. Alcohol-free rebates. Uh, being a white hero for the Asian recycling world. Gay bar debacle. debacle. City versus... Oh, NPR voices. I've been playing with that a little bit. You know, the NPR voice. I listen to NPR when my, my son drives me to his school now. I, basically drops me off. And then I drive home and then he picks, I have to go pick him up. So he's learning how to drive and he turns, uh, he turns 16 in about a week. 
um, week and a half. So I've been listening to NPR, and then this is something that always bothered me about NPR, the NPR voices. They always have to be, a specific, it's just like a newscaster, it's just like anybody on the nightly news. It's no different. Um, it's just something that, that, that has driven me crazy, because I knew some people that I went to grad school with who kind of have NPR voices, and they try so fucking hard to have NPR voices. Hello, I am um, Avery Johnson. Is that a name? Is that, that's a basketball player. Hello, I am Siri. No, it's not it. Hello, I am Sarah McConnell. I am going to talk to you about the world of the worlds of the worlds. The perspective of the perspectives without the perspective of real perspectives. And I'm going to talk about the plight of Afghan women. Not about our own women in this country, but Afghan women in particular. And Afghan women who have been saved and now live in rural Detroit. And Detroit is a city. It's a, it's a city, it's a city uh, upon ruins. It's, I'm not doing a great job of it. But you guys all know about the fucking the, the NPR voices. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with that. I'm going to play with that. I got my Juru going on. Uh, if you guys want to ever uh, check out that fucking horrible YouTube channel, Domestic Dawn uh, is, is, is the YouTube channel. Please subscribe, my five listeners. Like I said, I have a new fucking Patreon member. All right, let's do one more. All right, so with the $8.15 uh, that I'm going to get from Patreon, and I still don't know how it fucking works. I, have no, I don't know how any of this stuff works. I tried to set up my video camera the other day. I videotaped myself doing the last podcast. I couldn't fucking upload it on the stupid free video editing software that I have because I'm a fucking moron. Uh, but I'm trying. I'm still trying here, all right? So please become a Patreon member if you have that $5 a month to give me a lowly sad sack shithead who is never going to become anything more in life uh i am just going to be this for the rest of my days living in a heat drenched land staring at a fucking computer screen talking into a microphone for a podcast that nobody listens to nobody cares i'll put it on social media no one will respond i'll have like one or two comments from family members and maybe a friend will put a, a blue thumbs up next to it that's it that's where I become. So what's five bucks a month going to hurt you? That's what is that? Is that a Starbucks coffee once a day that you can't get? Is that a blowjob from a, from a meth head hooker outside of Home Depot that will not oil your ball sack with the baby oil that she stole from that said Walmart? Is, that, is, is, is it five months, five dollars? It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot. What I should have done when I went to the gay bar in San Francisco, I should have brought all my domestic Dawn shit. I had my shirt on. I had my Facebook or my Instagram and my Twitter handles on the back of my shirt. So maybe I'll have that type of following, which would be glorious. I would love to have that type of following because I think they actually care. All right. Straight people just don't care anymore. Straight people just care about themselves. They just care about their own identity. They don't care about any of the plights or the problems or the struggles going on in the world. And I do. I do care. I am the one that cares. I am the one that is domestic, uh, domesticated. I'm the one that is still here living in a heat pit garage. I am the one still here who will not kill a fly because they have become my friends. I am the one sitting here who needs help, all right? And a lot of it, mental, physical, monetary, whatever help you can give, it will help me provide for you this quality of entertainment, all right? I'll talk to you guys next time. See if anything else pops up in the next couple of days. Please check out my YouTube channel. Please check out and subscribe to it. And also look for me on uh, Instagram, Domestic Don Landers. On Twitter, at Domestic Don. Thank you. Have a good week. Don't burn. Don't perish. Be gay. Have fun. Love. Life. Everybody.